0: Hey, friend Steve here. And Larson.
2: And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And, of course, taped live the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Of course, big news later on today. uh, We're going to be defending the Church of Friendos's. Uh, tag team championships over there at Quizzle Mania, but because Larson has prior obligations, we're free burden this shit. Yep. Me and Alex are gonna be partnering up. Uh and uh and yeah, it's gonna be like the time that Stone Cold Steve Austin and uh, my favorite wrestler and her favorite wrestler, HBK the Heartbreak Kid, got oh, together my and won the too. and the WWF Tag Team Championships. And uh, they were a totally cohesive unit, if I recall totally, correctly. Totally,
1: totally. They, they they were cohesive long enough to uh to be champions. So, do you know how they lost those titles? Uh, that's that's. I kind of feel like that's a difficult, a uh, pretty difficult question to answer at this time of day. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> no, like expecting
2: anything out of me uh, before noon is asked a lot. It's 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 not. It's it's one of those. that's like pretty cut and dry. It's not like who did they lose it to and when. They had them for two months, and they had to vacate them. Because of the backstage fight between Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. Oh, yeah, and then that's when uh, that's when Austin defended it with Dude Love. So yeah, I learned. Good. I I feel because I was looking for footage to, to to post up on the Twitter to to do this thing, and then uh, so yeah, I've already reached out to Alex, uh, who is actually here in the chat. She says, "Hell yeah, we are!" Hi, uh, Alex. And uh, and I had to reach out because honestly, the most important thing about all this. Is shirt coordination? Mm-hmm. She says, "I'm going to wear the Church of Frendo shirt. I've got mine, uh ready to go. So we're good to go.
1: Be on the same page in that respect. Yes, we're on
2: the same page.
1: Hey, absolutely, Steve, Alex, you got this. You got we this. Do, we do. Do you we? Do we do. You're gonna do great. Yeah, you're gonna do great.
2: You're gonna do you're great. Gonna throw, Alex is gonna you be do
1: great. You meet Kendall and say, Why, what you
2: 'Look, you're gonna do great.' We know Alex is gonna do great. She's a former champion. Yes." I'm a clown. And not a particularly good clown. But maybe maybe she can she can uh, wheelbarrow this team. You know, she this can is, put me in the in the wheelbarrow and carry me to like.
1: victory. This is why I feel like the last two times we've been on we defended those titles. I think the round that 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 benefited us most was the Family Feud round. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And what have yes. you been watching a lot of on Smash Zone? Family Feud. Good answer. Yeah, who was the first WWF champion? Pink Elephant. As long as they don't do that, he'll be yeah. fine. You and Alex I agree. I agree with this. Alex says, "Steve, we have the best chemistry out of all the other bozo teams." Alex, they're a bunch of income poops, and uh, and I agree. I think Alex and I look, man. This is gonna be me and Alex is making each other laugh the whole time. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be great. So check that out. It's over at Parts Fun, known one p.m it's probably it's probably happening as this podcast goes up probably, on youtube probably
1: yeah i'll be putting the this audio together way. as as you get ready for that uh
2: so let's talk about this let's hop in let's get this done so i can uh i can i can you know get ready for Mania. yeah uh Corey Graves. grapes yes uh awesome announcer so so social media user but awesome announcer i really like Corey grapes uh apparently and and at one point you know he was a, some people might not know this most people probably do but some people might not he used to be a wrestler. He was actually in uh, uh, early days of NXT. Yeah, he was a former uh, NXT tag champ with Neville. With, with Pack. that's right. Uh, and, uh, of course, the dude's got a great-looking look, great, great looking guy. Uh, but, unfortunately, due to concussions, he was forced to retire in 2014. But, like many other wrestlers who once thought that was it, that was the end of the line, might not be for Corey Graves. What's going on, Lars? So, FIFO Select is reporting. By the way, please,
1: go subscribe to FIFO Select. They're great. Uh, they're reporting that Corey Graves is apparently no longer on WWE's no-contact list. Um, Graves retired, as he mentioned, from ring competition back in 2014, moved to full-time Move full time to commentary. Uh, however, he did briefly hold the 24-7 title last year. Um, Feifel has some additional details about creative pitches, uh, apparently made uh, in relation to Corey. However, I would suggest go check out their story to get more. They just dropped this today. Don't want to divulge everything here on this show. Uh yeah, the, yeah. the the, main idea though is potentially Corey Graves has been cleared to potentially wrestle again.
2: He was on uh, he had Edge on his podcast, and uh he had told Edge that was a very inspiring thing to see Edge come back after he had retired. Obviously, Daniel Bryan went through the same thing. Um and uh and yeah, it's it's absolutely awesome. I, I would I would really like to see this. I personally think that whenever Whenever you know, he's 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 in a real life relationship publicly with Carmella mm-hmm. and uh, whenever she comes out He starts going crazy about her um, I I personally thought it'd be cool if he was like her manager. I think they'd make a terrific on-screen team Um I think he's really good at commentary And I, I think it'd be awesome if this dude is able to to get out from behind commentary and be a wrestler I've mm-hmm. I always felt man taking one look at this guy. He has the looks Uh clearly he can talk uh, he's probably just learned a lot more about talking over the past seven years mm-hmm. um since he uh went to commentary eight years if he if he started commentary in 2014 has it been eight years yeah i, I don't guess. remember when
1: exactly in 2014 yeah, it's been know. seven eight years it might have been
2: late in the 20s. yeah it i kind of anyway. feel
1: like it was it was kind remember he made his it announcement it like
2: december of 2014 in or one of so. the pre shows
1: for a takeover that he yeah
2: was, right i remember was, that yeah was I swear it was late it was really kind of
1: feel that way too anyways uh yeah. i know you mentioned was yesterday about pat McAfee. Leaving the commentary table to join the Royal Rumble. What if Corey Graves did that?
2: Oh man! Of course, he won the twenty four seven title for a couple minutes mm-hmm. not long ago, mm-hmm. and that was you know evidence that hey, even because if you're like for example, if you're on a no contact list, here's an obvious one: if you're pregnant, if you're pregnant, you're not going to get rolled up for the twenty four seven title, and they take that level of you know Corey's previous status was that level of no contact you know mm-hmm. not even getting rolled up mm-hmm. um so uh so yeah the fact that he was even able to get rolled up i think that that'd be awesome that'd be great yeah. that'd be cool i wonder i wonder how he would be able to from a character standpoint for us to start perceiving him it's often difficult if if you've been sort of uh, uh if your presentation has been one thing for so long mm-hmm. in pro wrestling mm-hmm. to try to transition to another thing you know He was sort of the the cool punk type guy back in the day. And he's not that now, you know. Uh, So I wonder what kind of, you know, character tweaks he would make in order to do that. I'd be very interested in seeing him try if he was cleared, if he was healthy to do that. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, Anyways, moving on here. Uh, Let's talk about the competition between WWE and AEW, specifically where it matters kind of most. And, uh, and is actually some form of competition. That's competition between companies in terms of talent. Apparently, WWE might want, have their eyes on a very specific AEW talent. Not MJF, but his bodyguard. Yes. Uh, so this comes to us from WrestleVotes. Uh, says, with his biggest match to date happening later tonight, I can confirm without hesitation that WWE will be extremely interested in luring Wardlow away from AEW when his contract is due. There are several people within World Wrestling Entertainment that love his potential.
1: That's from WrestleVotes. I don't know if you mentioned that beforehand. Uh, Some people to think this is a Steve exclusive story.
2: No, I, think, I thought I said WrestleVotes. Okay, okay. Um, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Uh, this is also kind of in the Captain Obvious territory. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Kind of like, you know,
1: okay. Uh, I mean, like Warlow does check basically every box that WWE uh, seems to want these days for NXT talent. Maybe WB shouldn't get their hopes up too much, though, because in a recent interview, Wardlow's been making the press rounds. He has this interview with PW Insider we're going to quote from here in a bit. And then uh, just before we started, I saw that he did an interview, or at least Sports Illustrated did a piece on him. Uh, This is what Wardlow had to say about being AEW for life to PW Insider. Quote, yeah, I talked about this last night, Ashley. In 10 to 20 years, I'm going to be so excited and proud to look back and say that I was one of the AEW originals, and that means so much to me because my career started... Um, obviously I did some indies, but the world didn't know me. As far as the world knows, my career started with AEW and it's going, it's going to end with AEW and I look forward to accomplishing, 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 I can't talk today and growing as much as humanly possible and reach the stars throughout the next 10 years. AEW made my lifelong wildest dreams come true. Tony Khan gave me that Cody Rhodes, the young bucks, Kenny Omega. They gave me that the way people are treated here, the schedule. I am so beyond blessed and I don't think there's any convincing me. That the grass is greener on any other side. Very, very happy with AEW and the way I'm treated and just how the whole company is ran head to toe.
2: Any company would be overjoyed after what we've seen from Wardlow to get Wardlow. Yeah. So uh, I feel yeah. like he's just
1: still scratching the surface of, of what he can do and, and what he's eventually going to be.
2: I can't wait. I can't wait until they really kick the Wardlow MJF story into into full gear to me like he's got it's got sort of shades of like batista triple h and that one storyline you know leading into mania with the thumbs up thumbs down thing uh really just took batista to that next level and 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 you know made a massive star out of him yeah if there's anybody that's sort of not sort of a former wwe guy not like a long-term guy like i could see wardlow getting that title Maybe even from MJF, if MJF is the guy down the line to get it, let's say, in a year from now or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, because I don't know. It wouldn't shock me if MJF was the guy to get it off of oh, Hangman. Yeah, yeah, I would fully expect that. That would not shock me at all, and it, 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 it would be totally within the realm of possibility. You know, you give him if, – if they do everything right with Wardlow over, like, a year-long period, man – that's like Batista territory within the, within the context of AEW, anyways. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally, totally. I mean, good they've stuff. been doing a pretty good job of, of having that story percolate for about a year, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. where uh, MJF is is taken more low for granted, uh, being a general jerk to him, mm-hmm. um, and you know it's coming. Yeah, you know it's coming. And when it yeah. does, it's going to be great.
0: in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.
2: NXT two point I actually yes. thought is it just me or last night a pretty decent episode?
0: I
1: thought it was all right. I thought it was all right. We had we had some good matches, I thought. Um uh, you know I, it's, I'm pretty easy to please when it comes to pro wrestling you give me, me in ring action and just enough talking to motivate those matches and I'm generally pretty content and I thought that's, that's something that NXT did pretty well last night they, they had
2: talking bits to motivate story and otherwise focused on in ring action you know speaking of in ring action I still don't give two shits about the guy but Grayson Waller and I understand he was in a match with AJ Styles but still it takes two Grayson Waller put on a hell of a performance last night, and that's the kind of stuff that will eventually make me give a shit about you, regardless of whether or not I care about your character stuff. Yeah. I, think his car- I think he's doing everything he's supposed to be doing and exceeding expectations. I just don't care for that type of character. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: fair enough. You know, I don't know if I necessarily do either. That being said, I see the improvement week after week. You know, you have, like, Carmelo Hayes, he had a ton of experience on The Independence, or quite a bit. I don't know exactly how long he's been. He he was working the indies before coming to NXT. So, but when he showed up, he felt like, okay, this guy, this this guy, you know, he doesn't need the the development time that a lot of these other guys or women will do will have to have. Especially the people that were just signed in February. He came mm-hmm. in and kind of felt like the finished product, ready to go. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he was good on the mic. His mic, his ring work was fantastic. And then, so, but then you have these people that are being brought in, especially just since February. I don't know when Grayson Waller was signed. But since his debut, you see the evolution. You see the improvement. He's always been like pretty athletic. You see the ring work come together. You see the mic work come together. Yeah, um, yeah. And yeah, I like the character or whatever. It's not my thing per se. But you see the growth. And like I said before, that's that's what I have to get out of NXT these days.
2: Um, no, it is. It's awesome. I, I, I feel like... They're putting him out there, and he is doing everything you would think that they want him to do, and more. Um, And especially, you put him in the ring with a guy like AJ Styles. AJ Styles will be able to come back there and say, "Hey, yeah, yay or nay." I don't, I don't see any way they could have given him a nay for last night because Mm -hmm. I thought that that was a terrific. There's a couple terrific matches last night, to be honest with you. Um, uh, I thought, uh, I thought the Tony D'Angelo, although. it, it It was a lot of fun. it was it was a bit silly, but it's a it's a crowbar and a pole match. Of course, it's going to be a bit on the silly side. Hey, let me ask this really quick. Sure, this is a shocking change. Your notes are in proper capitalization. I don't know if you're aware of this, Steve, but
1: uh, uh, at least my experience with Chromebooks, there's no cap locks key on them.
2: You're right. I forgot about and
1: that. That is why because wow. here's here's another thing too. when I take notes on my because I have my normal laptop right here. Yeah. And then I'm borrowing one of my kids' laptops to watch wrestling on on my TV. So I have to. My laptop's huge. The battery has like no. Oh you know, yeah, it lasts I got like a couple hours at best. Rig, but this yeah. one, you know, it's got good battery life. It's lightweight. Um, and so I've been taking notes on here just because it's convenient. But yeah, no cap locks. And I do it. Right. One other reason I do it with caps on this is because then it's just quicker for me to type, and I don't have to worry about you know shift letter. You know, when I need to mm-hmm, start a new sentence or write a name yeah. or something yeah i don't have that luxury here so yes there's no it's not all in caps so
2: for a second i thought you were gonna be like, "Well, i knew you don't take notes for nxt so i did it for you no 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 uh-huh. it's giving me too much credit <laughs> 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 oh man um let's talk about this really quick uh me and the enforcer and of course the friendos we had like a heavy crowd we had like 170 people oh, watching cool. this last night over at msd cool. it was great uh we got two championship promos last Well, actually three if you consider all the the, 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 the toxic attraction stuff. But we mm-hmm. got two in-ring promos from champions last night. We had mm-hmm. Braun Breaker, who opened the show with a promo. And we got Carmelo Hayes a little bit later. Carmelo, I, I, I understand why you go with Braun Breaker as the first. I, they kind of have their cake and eat it, too, with Carmelo claiming, I'm the A champion. he's putting He's the only guy putting on takeover matches. Um, Or takeover level matches, I should say. Braun Breaker comes out in his mom jeans and he cuts a very generic promo. I thought it was, it felt genuine though. Yeah. But, you know, the substance of it was fairly generic. Whereas Carmelo and Trick come out and you can't take your eyes off them. And as good as Trick is, Carmelo's getting there really quickly. Mm -hmm. Carmelo is Mm -hmm. becoming a really good talker. Mm -hmm. Um, I liked his little rest and piss thing in there. Oh, that was great. (laughs) They had the Roderick Strong know, with the old English R.A.P. in it. The shirt that was the shirt that uh, Melo was wearing last week, wasn't it? Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, I dude, I love everything about those guys. Mm-hmm. And I do just kind of appreciate it. I mean, I don't know how much there's talk about it in terms of like comparing and contrasting because they do get to kind of. Get both at the same time. You got one guy elevating what is typically known as the mid card title. You have him elevating that, and you know, you have your fate your big face of the company, Braun Breaker, coming out, and he's he's I mean, I, I understand why Braun automatically gets more buzz because he's simply a Steiner. Um, but uh but yeah, it's kind of interesting how they're they were they are able to sort of have two main champions at the same time. Yeah.
1: And then, you know, with 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 Braun being the NXT champ, you know, I guess in terms of the the hierarchy of of champions within nxt the top champ and then you have mellow saying that he's the a champ there's a collision course that could potentially happen there mm-hmm. when, yeah, you know absolutely. whether it's with Braun and mellow or whoever beats Braun. you know depending on how long they're going to wait to tell that story uh well they'll eventually collide and have some oh, sort man. of match to determine who is the, the top champion in nxt and that's generally good stuff yeah absolutely champion yeah. No, versus think, champion matches a lot think... of good stuff you
2: could do there if they get to that point, that'll be good. I wonder if that'll be when one of them is going to be ready to be called up. Mm-hmm. Um, here, uh, real quick tip for you. There's two things real quick. Nightmare here in chat says press alt plus search to turn on caps lock. Oh, now that so I know you that. can't actually do it. Uh, and then also, um, is the MLW suing WWE over the Tubi deal considered non-news? <laughs> I almost <laughs> had it in t- there. Yeah. But then I, I took that out for the Wardlow thing because I thought Wardlow.
1: <laughs> Was just it, actual uh, news. It would look, well, I mean, as you said, it's kind of obvious news.
2: Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. A- what's your quick? Just what's your quick thought on the MLW WWE thing? I'm not a legal scholar. I don't know yeah. if their
1: case has merits yeah. or not. I read the little thing they put out, and I'm like, all right. I yeah. mean, like this sounds like stuff WWE has done in the past, so <laughs> that's yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, it seems on par with what they do. do that's you think that's they kinda
1: have... why that's kinda why I didn't really put it in there because what I don't know what to say other than Yeah, it looks like something they could have done. <laughs> Whereas the Marvel thing, I, there, was the, there was the tweet, there was the interview he, bit he did. Yeah,
2: no, it's great. There's no, more to talk yeah. about. We're a podcast. Oh, yeah. We
1: need to fill up time. And apart from you yeah. saying two sentences about a lawsuit that I know nothing about, I didn't know <laughs> what I could contribute that conversation. Therefore, you think, I took it out. Do you
2: think Tubi would be a transformative deal for MLW? Would all of a sudden that blow them up to the mainstream? Uh, what channel is MLW on again? Vice, right? Vice. Yeah, and then they were going to have a Tubi deal, apparently, to stream on Tubi. I mean, transformative?
1: Transformative. I don't know about transformative, but not everybody has Vice. I know you can go
2: online and watch stuff on Tubi. For them, it might have been good, but I don't know. I feel like of all the egregious things WWE has done, what I saw in the MLW lawsuit seemed like not even in the top 20. But... I mean, if they think that that's a thing and they can they they think they're, they can outlawyer the WWE, I mean, good luck with that. Yeah. NLW's problem is is not that they're not on Tubi; they have such a hard time creating any buzz for their company. And I I like their product.
1: I do. But I like a lot of I talent on
2: their roster. Terrific talent. I'm not able to watch any of it because there's so much other wrestling that feels more buzzworthy, more interesting, mm-hmm. more. You know that that has more of of of, of a conversation around it, um, and and MLW just they're they're not quite there. Uh, that's the problem is just trying to compete with yeah. all the other content that's out there, and that's that's nothing against MLW. It's a fine product, it really is. Mm-hmm. But man, there's just somebody asked me on uh, I did a Wrestle Juice AMA the other day, and somebody said. Would would GCW work on TV as opposed to their mini pay per view model? I'm like, no. Like GCW is great, but you know, if you take their you know the fact their production doesn't look great, if you take that out of it, there's just too much damn competition for weekly wrestling on TV. There's just mm-hmm. way too much. Mm-hmm. Impact has a really good product, a really fun product, yeah. and what do they get? Like they're lucky these days to get seventy thousand, a hundred thousand yeah, in, the, 000, in viewership? Think, yeah, the, the viewership. Yeah,
1: for the viewership, yeah
2: you know um, and they yeah. have like names they have like names I on know. their
1: show yeah, yeah and generally speaking a, ver- a very good weekly product I know I know mm-hmm. there's so much competition
2: out there yeah yeah so much yeah what was that Any- two
1: minutes two minutes talking about MLW lawsuit yeah.
2: well I just know that people are going to make comments <laughs> asking us about it and and i you know I, I, I'm I'm with you I when I saw this I was like oh whoa what is this about let me read this and I was like really Tubi all right. Well, good luck with that, Court. You know.
1: Mm-hmm. Have at it, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. See what comes of it. If anything. See what
2: comes of it. Yeah, exactly. Anyways. Uh let's talk about NXT. Sure. Uh, we've talked about it a little bit. Let's dive into the details let's here. Let's
1: do it. Opened with the Braun Breaker promo. Yeah. And yeah, he was it seemed very genuine, very good natured. It's like, hey, I'm champ. Pretty happy about that right now uh i got my 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 merch shirt tucked into my jeans so he says uh i want to thank champa he's an unbelievable athlete great performer (laughs) unbelievable human uh says after the match champa congratulated me told me it was my time then he went over to my dad paid respects to my dad who was watching me wrestle live for the first time he says uh, i'm ready for this and what i love about nxt the most is that we don't get any days off week after week they have to go back get back on the horse perform for the fans. So, to anyone who wants to challenge for this NXT title, every day that they're showing up for training, guess what? I've already trained. Any day that you show up to watch film, guess what? I've already watched my film. You want to leave early? I'm staying. Why? Because I'm the champ, and I'm going to prove why I've earned it each and every week. And he leaves the ring just as Santos Escobar is making his way out for his match against Zion Quinn. So, I wonder if that's teasing Braun's next feud.
2: Like, yeah, did Santos just accidentally stumble into a beatdown by Braun Breaker? Is that what he was like? They're like, okay, go out. Your music's playing. But Braun's still out there. No, it's okay. It's just, you're, just We're go. doing the just crossover go. No, it's thing. fine. It's fine. Oh, hey, you're my next challenger? Yeah, jacked. <laughs> He's like, ah, oh, fuck. I'm, I'm about to win this match. It was my first win in like a year. He has uh, so that win so he looks strong going into this feud against Braun, which he'll lose. What is Santos' record right now? Like part, I don't know. It's probably know. dog shit because this dude does not win matches. I know, and, and he didn't win this one clean. No, he needed a kick to the butthole to do it. So uh, Santos Escobar versus Zion Quinn for possession of Electra Lopez because she had stated that whoever wins this gets to have her or whatever. Uh, Santos works over Zion's leg. Anyways, the finish of this, uh, a bunch of overbooked stuff. Raul gets on the apron. Zion chases him off, allows Santos to dump him over the rope. Santos follows, Electra steps up to Santos, Zion lays him out from behind, uh, uh, decks him when he's about to go for a suicide dive, and then uh, while the ref is distracted, Zion's having a little uh, a, a tender moment there with uh, Electra. Uh-huh. I know in your notes it says tender, I say tender. Yeah, I know, I was uh, going to say, that you say that intentionally? I did. And then uh, he turns his back on her, and then she kicks him square in the balls. I think it's and supposed then to be bet- like a, a, ball, uh, yeah, a ball kick from behind, but it looks like it was more in the butt. Like a butt, but he bent over. He says, "Ah, my dick!" And it was like, "Wow, they're really getting, letting them get away with a the lot there on NXT." Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he gets, uh, he gets back in after, well, with the dick and the taint area all throbbing, and uh, Santos hits the phantom driver for the win. Yep. yep. Next uh, NXT Campeón. Nope. But uh, you know. I don't know. That'd be a good match. Hey, if you want to make Braun look legit, put him in there with good wrestlers like Santos. That's I know,
1: I know, I know. Uh, then we got Tony D'Angelo, promo. He's talking about there's sixteen. Excuse me, different ways to use a crowbar, but tonight he's only going to have to use three. He's, he's like, hey, I, up. I, I know. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't want to, have to be. I didn't want to be hungry while we we're doing the show, so I ate something real fast before we started. Oh, of course, eat something that, fast. Man, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah. <laughs> Uh, so he says, "I tried to be a nice guy, just leave you, Pete Dunn, with a broken hand, but now you want to come after me? Huge mistake! Tonight, you're done. I don't know if that was a, his attempt at a pun or not. Finished. All I want was a trophy from war games, your mouthpiece, but uh, you wouldn't listen. And like my dog,
2: you're gonna learn that I'm in charge." You know, I said this last night as well. Tony D'Angelo comes from you know the amateur wrestling background. This dude said this, like, three-minute promo, stayed in character, didn't stumble. I, You have to stop for a second and appreciate that because he's staying in character. He's as believable as he's going to be in this sort of ridiculous you know, uh, role that he's in. Mm-hmm. But he kind of nails it. You know, he actually does a pretty damn he good does. job. Here's the thing. Like, when they
1: first debuted him, I was like, oh, what is this gimmick? Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. As you mentioned, week in, week out, he's staying. In, again, it's development. He's staying in mm-hmm. character. Yeah, not just in promos, but in the ring, Mm -hmm. and you see his ring work improving.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, you see the growth because that kind of stuff where you just sit in front of a camera and you and you like deliver a promo like this flawlessly. That ain't easy. And even if it took him three or four takes, who cares? Like he's he does it. He does it well. Acting isn't easy. You got to put yourself out there. You
1: do. You do. Uh, after that, we had a Mandy Rose photo shoot promo video package type deal.
2: It wasn't even the, the only one too. There was like no. Another there's one another one, one for on.
1: Toxic Attraction.
2: The whole group. Toxic Attraction mm. later yeah. on. Um, then we had a uh, Gable Stevenson's brother, Damon Kemp. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, I don't know what his Bob Stevenson. I think Bob Stevenson. I think it's Bobby, isn't it? I, think I don't know. I don't I honestly Bobby? don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. It is. It's Bob. Bobby. Good job. Good job. Robert Stevenson versus Cameron Grimes. Uh, Bivens comes to the stage to watch, which makes me think that Damon Kemp is totally headed to the Diamond Mine because mm-hmm. they just lost one of their coaches. So why not pick up another recruit? Um, Grimes wins this with the cave Says in 2022, there's no more games. He's the man around here. And he's coming for the gold. We're actually going to get a little bit more of a hint as to what gold he's yep. coming for a little bit later. Yep. Before that, we had this Joe Gacy promo where it's just talk and talk and talk and talking, and, and this screams the worst of Bray Wyatt. That's what was I was Bray say. Wyatt was at. His, whenever he they had nothing for him to do, really, he would drop these promos, and it just none of it made a damn lick of sense. That none of it mattered. Yeah, it's all just in the same tone. There's no peaks, no valleys, no ups, no downs. It's boring as fuck. I really like Joe Gacy as a wrestler, and I think this character has promise, but it's the exact same type of thing as Bray Wyatt. It's interesting until you have nothing for it, and then it's just dull.
1: Yeah, yeah. It just seems like they're focused so much on... It almost seems like they're focusing so much on developing Harlan
2: mm-hmm.
1: as a character Yeah, that... Gacy is used almost exclusively for that as opposed to doing something where they are are both in a situation where they can develop. Because, again, this yeah. match was just about showcasing Harlan. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Gacy is in there to get beat up, get a hot tag, and then calm Harlan down after he loses his cool. Yeah, And that's yeah. pretty much it. You know, this whole promo is about – uh, hey, you, you, thanks to the committee for letting us get uh, be involved in this play and dusty classic match. Uh, we appreciate being able to participate in such a historic event. Uh, something to remember the rest of our lives. They plan to use this platform to demonstrate that no matter one's size skills or experience that everyone involved has an equal opportunity to win. Um, uh, they say to Malik Blade and Idris Sandofe, uh that when you step in the ring with us it'll be a safe space although tonight they may be rivals harlan wants you to know that doesn't make them rivals in real life
2: yeah like i mean it's cool i get it he's you know the 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 dude the monster i guess he's dr frankenstein or whatever yeah but like i don't know i need i need and and on top of that this sort of speaks to one of your earlier points and i was i was waiting on this and they still haven't really delivered what is the correlation between his Dr. Frankenstein and his monster thing and with all the sort of super neoliberal stuff, you know, yeah, the safe space and the snowflake stuff? Yeah, like, we
1: still need to know the nature of their relationship.
2: That's still like he's still kind of doing that stuff, but he's being like less blatant about it. He sort of it feels like they're phasing that out in favor of a more traditional I'm the puppet master and he's my monster puppet thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's like, why did you even start with it? Was it just to capture some buzz until you figured out what you were going to do with it? And then you realize, well, you got Harlan there and that stuff really doesn't equate. I, I look, you can, you can try to look at the whole thing and and put the pieces together. But to me, it screams they didn't really know in the first place where they were going to go with all that stuff.
1: It, it felt like an idea for a character rather than a character arc, you know?
2: Mm-hmm, yeah, Exactly.
1: Uh, uh, this next yeah. bit was funny because commentary just says that Von Wagner was fine and suspended following his actions last week. Yeah, last we'll find out why hour. that's funny. Yeah,
2: We'll <laughs> find, find out why it's funny in a little bit. Yeah, uh, But before that, we had Malik Blade and Idris Anofe versus Joe Gacy and Harlan. Now, this was like a play-in match for the Dusty Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Blade and Anofe had a promo saying, people think we're not a real team. We're going to go win this match, win this tournament. We're going to shock the world. Uh, and, you know, you figure they're in there with Harlan and Gacy. Uh, they don't really stand much of a chance. And it was great because last night on the stream, we had people lose their entire life savings Oof. of channel points Oof. on this match. It was hilarious. Um, I assume you were not s- one of them. I think I missed the prediction. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> luckily smiled I, upon Steve luckily <laughs> I missed the prediction. Uh, so, yeah, the Steven Larson channel point bank is safe. Good. Good to know, um, good to know. So, uh, so, yeah, Harlan just ends up getting himself DQ'd, and Gacy seems to not really care about it. Yeah. He 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 doesn't uh, adhere to the five count yeah. in the corner. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he started bashing uh, uh, Blade's head into the top turnbuckle, mm-hmm. and then he started bashing his head to, like, the top ro- ro- rope, and then pinned him against the top turnbuckle and just, like, rubbing his forearm into his head.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was just yeah. doing that. Yeah, he didn't, yeah. Not a lot of whole, not a whole lot of wrestling for this Harlan guy, but no. I, mean, I guess sometimes you don't, you don't. I mean, even Amos has some moves. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Again, we're we're, we're watching wrestlers develop as, into potential WWE superstars here. You know. Yeah, no, I know, and it's interesting. Like, at what point are they? You know, that, that's part of the interesting bit. Is at what point are they ready? At what point do they, can they execute a move or two?
1: Yeah, I know. And, the, and, you know, when we see the moment where it, it really clicks for, for Harlan and he can unlock the full potential of what he can do. That could be awesome, mm-hmm. you know? Or maybe it's a situation where, like, hey, we want you to be this very specific thing, so we don't want you out there doing all sorts of moves. Yeah. I don't know. We want you just mm-hmm. to be, you know, like pure brute force. Yeah. Nothing fancy about it, you know?
2: Did I mention like, Maggie just posted a Lace Gems in the in the chat? Did we say something about... jewelry or anything? I don't know. Not that I recall. Let's see what she says. Uh, after that we had an Imperium oh, video gosh, package. This was so corny. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. This was awesome because somebody just uh, sprung uh some money for some new uh generic stock footage of people being lazy. I know. So it was it was an Imperium video package Hold where on, was, all was like... there a picture of a button popping off a shirt. <laughs> Uh, yes, there was. And okay. a gut coming through. Yes. And Enforcer and I were dying laughing. You know, I was like, oh, hey, there I am on the couch. Because uh, it's all just like you know them being all cut and, and practicing in the ring and then stock footage of, of lazy sloth assholes. It was pretty great. It was pretty, it was pretty cheesy. So basically the, the thesis is
1: here, we walk, We work harder. Uh, the road to perfection is paved with pain and suffering, but they carry themselves with class, integrity, and, and sophistication. Of course to them the mat is sacred.
2: Yeah. Uh no, this is great. And I love that at the end, you know, you've got Eichner who's got on sort of a Euro type shirt with a low cut. You've got you've got uh, uh Martel uh, Bartel with like an awesome looking turtleneck. And it's funny when they like it's so great because Bartel is so far and away in better shape than the other two. And Fabian Eichner's in great shape. Yeah. Great shape. But Bartel is in like Top, he looks half like he's sizzled from stone. Yeah, yeah, he looks amazing. Yeah, and then of course Walter just looks like a dude who recently lost a bunch of weight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's got like a black polo shirt on from Target. Oh man, it was pretty awesome. Anyways, uh, after that we had Tony D'Angelo versus Pete Dunn. crowbar on a pole match. This was fun. This was fun. It was goofy as shit, but it's a pole It's a crowbar on a pole yeah, match. Know you can expect. You know. This. The number of times that Pete Dunn, you know, had the crowbars, like, look at it. How do I get this thing off? And then eventually when Tony D'Angelo finally does, he just gets it and yanks it. Yeah. And it's his. Yeah. And then he loses it immediately. The other guy gets I, it. I, I he did, loses I, it. I did
1: like how he he lost it, though. So he takes a swing at done and Dunn ducks it. So he takes another swing at done. But he's close to the rope. So he takes the swing, the, the hook part of the crowbar gets caught in the top rope. Yeah, and he's yeah. yanking on it to get off. That allows Dunn to come through and get it. I thought, okay, that's actually a pretty well executed, clever spot. I like that.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty clever, pretty silly. Um, but <laughs> uh, but yeah, there was all sorts of. It was great because you know Dunn kept on using the the, the crowbar uh, as the deal, putting him in the crossface mm-hmm, with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Duh, Tony would find clever ways to get out of it. Uh, in the in the end, though. It just took one blast of the crowbar to Dunn's face. That was it. I mean, <laughs> to that get makes the sense. win for Tony D, which makes all the sense. Of all more. The You're sense. not getting up from that. Nope. Nope. Yeah. yeah, yeah, As we said in the chat last night, it was like a GTA wasted Peter Dunn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wasted. Fun match though. Uh, I thought
1: we got yeah, a was Grayson fun. Waller interview. He said he's in the main event where he's destined to be, where he deserves to be. And that's where he's going to be staying. He says, I'm everywhere right now. My social media is going off. I'm the face of NXT 2.0. I'm on Raw. Maybe I'll go to SmackDown and slap Roman or Nakamura in the face. He says, I create Grayson Waller moments like jumping off the cage at war games. The chair shot heard around the world tonight. I'm going to create another Grayson Waller
2: moment. Grayson Waller. Uh, After that, we had Persia and Indy warming up backstage. Wendy Chu wakes up ready for their match coming up in a little bit first up we had a toxic attraction video package um yeah this this is one of those things that you know dude i think that all of toxic attraction they're good wrestlers uh this is the kind of thing that if like i mean i look maybe it's just not the demographic that a person be watching if they have like a bunch of family members around but if i was watching this in the living room lacey walked in she'd be like what is this i'm like it's wrestling you know, but it's like I'm probably not the demographic they're going after. I'm the demographic they have. <laughs> I'm not the demographic they're going after. <laughs> I'm the old man demographic. They don't want me, but they got me.
1: Yeah, that's what they got. That's what they
2: got. There uh, was it was funny. I love just how they wanted to be so blatant about it, because there was one shot just of a close up of butt cheeks. <laughs> so it's like you know, it's like dude, let's just get. Can we put butt cheeks in there? Let's just do like a flash frame of butt cheeks. (laughs) (laughs) We don't want to do more than that. But, yeah. Anyways. Anyways. uh, Then we get
1: uh, Indy, Persia, and Wendy Chu versus Amari Miller, Casey Cantanzaro, and Caden Carter. Uh, This match was fun. And Wendy Chu, like, why didn't they do this gimmick with her to begin with? Because this is a lot of fun.
2: This was great. This I really feels like I really something that she her.
1: knows. She knows this character inside and out. And this feels like this is completely seamless and believable for her to do.
2: This is like, isn't this representative of the demographic they have? Yeah, <laughs> this is just me, man. This yeah. is me at three o'clock just taping. No, I love this is great. This is basically like, this is just like their response to the Orange Cassidy type character. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's this is awesome. It's this great. Is great. Yeah. And it, it was pulled off seamlessly. It was great. It it. It only works if it's a really good wrestler. It seemed like Orange Cassidy. This dude's been doing it for 15 years. It only works if you're a really good wrestler. Mm-hmm. Karen Q, Wendy Chu, is a great wrestler, mm-hmm. and she's able to pull this stuff off seamlessly. The crowd's really into it. It got social media going. I love this. I think it's great. It's ridiculous. Uh, I, this is It's awesome. It is awesome. Like it, it is awesome. It is awesome.
1: So the basic premise is, as you see her backstage, she sleeps. She sleeps mm-hmm. all the time. She's sleeping all all over the place at the CWC. So she comes out for her her match, and she's got a huge body pillow and like a a, a cup with something in it. Um, And so she's laying at at various places on the apron, on the top rope throughout the match, all holding the tag rope, too. Mm -hmm. She's holding this tag rope the whole time. At one point, she gets up, kind of stretches, gets a drink of water, gets tagged in, and then uh, Amari Miller takes a swing at her, and she she does like a yawn stretch, Mm -hmm. but kind of back bends backwards to avoid a punch. It's kind of the Matrix-y type thing. Yeah. Yeah, It was
2: very smooth. It was hilarious. And completely
1: within character. Yeah, totally. It was great. And then, bang, she turns it on, and she just hits, move, 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 move. She she covers Amari. Casey breaks up that pin. The match kind of breaks down. While the match is breaking down around her, Wendy Chew's like falling asleep on the mat.
2: Yeah, she goes take a nap, yeah.
1: And then Amari grabs her foot. Wendy kicks her off. Persia gets tagged in. She hits like her TKO-type finish and then Indy falls with a top rope elbow to get the win. But, yeah, Yeah. a really
2: fun performance. Really fun. Yeah, this is good. Yeah, they point out here also with, like, a Starbucks cup. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, like the the insulated cups, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that was good stuff. Uh, We had MSK backstage. They see the Duff Dick Cup trophy. Uh, They say the road to the tag titles run through the dusty classic history is about to repeat itself. Let's go run through all these teams. Dakota Kai steps in. They never really did explain why she's weird now, huh? All the stuff with Raquel, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I guess Uh, so. Talks about wanting to win the cup. Tells uh, MSK that nothing defines friendship more than success. And they're like, go away, shoo, shoo.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, We get a solo Sakoa promo as he's taping up his hands in advance of his match against Boa. He says uh, to Boa, if you want to jump me from the shadows, I don't care. Uh, Which one of your personas shows up, let's get after
2: it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, after that, Kaylee Ray stumbles upon the uh, now-over-with photo shoot uh, from Mandy's photo shoot. She walks in. She's got her bat with her. She's like, uh, she can show up for photo shoots, but she can't defend the title. And then Kaylee Ray starts destroying the set with her bat. Yeah, she knocks the camera off the tripod
1: Yeesh. with yeah. bat. With bat. Then we got Boa versus Solo Sokoa. Uh, there's like four or five minutes of match, and then they, they brawl out to the floor they both get counted out, and they brawl backstage. Commentary throws to an AJ interview, where uh, he puts over NXT again. The passion he says it's infectious. Uh, again, dumps on Grayson Waller, says he's like the the the, the his passion is not infectious. Um, he says what Waller's got is nervous confidence. For the first time, Grayson is going to, have to step to the plate. The Waller effect ends tonight. Twenty twenty two is going to be AJ's year. He's going to win the Rumble, headline race WrestleMania, and it's all
2: going to start by shutting uh,
1: Grayson Waller's mouth.
2: Yep. After that, we see uh, Mello and Trick arrive at the CWC in their Bentley. They give the keys to a new Performance Center recruit, uh, and uh, they say, you know, take care of the car. Mm -hmm. So Solo and Boa, they're still brawling backstage. Solo tosses Boa over a road case, reaches over to grab him, and then he gets hit by the fireball. Yeah, like, ah, my eyes, my eyes. And then Boa emerges from behind the road case, and he's got the face paint on. Ooh.
1: Yeah. Scary. Yeah. scary. Yes. Yeah. Uh, then commentary announces that uh, Von, Von Wagner's suspension has been lifted and his fine has been paid, but by who? Ooh. Ooh. I mean, I don't it's, know. it's Robert Stone. It's Robert Stone.
2: Oh, yeah. He was looking at Von Stone. Wagner that whole time. That, that makes but sense. like
1: the idea that, that Von Wagner can't pay his own fine, I
2: found funny. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, you know. Anyways, after that we have Carmelo. It's, it's like it's a weird story beat to have just in one episode of NXT. Von Wagner is a weird story beat. That dude is a walking weird story beat. Yeah, like they had true. him debut in that fatal four in the four way uh, in the yeah, very first episode of two I know. 0, I know with no like idea who this guy was. I know it, he's been weird the entire. Like he had that weird turn on Kyle O'Reilly. That, the, the entire Von Wagner's weird.
1: It's, I feel uh, like you know, like after the first two or three weeks, obviously they were just throwing a bunch of stuff on the wall see, see what stuck. A lot of things are kind of falling into place now. A lot of characters mm-hmm. are falling into place. A lot of gimmicks, storylines are falling into place. Von Wagner is what still one of those characters that's just trying to throw a bunch of stuff on the wall to see if anything sticks to him, it feels
2: like. And it's kind of great because like he is so confusing. Uh, after that, we had Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. They come out. Uh, Trick says, you know, he's, he's hyping him up. Say, everybody get out of your seats. Make make some noise for your North American champ. He says, "I'm happy because uh, uh, when when, when yeah. Mello has gold, we both have gold. Mello and Trick go together like peanut butter and jelly, like Shaq and Kobe, like Trick and big bootied women." <laughs> Carmelo's like, "Okay, relax." dude. Yeah. Relax. like what? 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 I love I love Trick Williams, man. He's great. He is so damn. He is so charismatic. Mm-hmm. So, Mello says, We got some business, some serious business to get to last week. I had one of the toughest challenges of my career against Roddy. So, with that being said, I'd like to take a moment of silence for Strong's cruiserweight title reign. And Mello produces the brown bagged, uh He's got the, a bottle the, in like the, a brown bag. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to pour one out. Yeah. So, uh, Trick holds up Roddy's shirt. Mello says, Rest in piss to all my ops. Pours one out. The bottle's empty. He says, Okay, enough of that. Now let's celebrate. Um, Mellow says, since I got the ball, it's been nothing but first downs and touchdowns, and I'm not passing no time. He's got more accomplishments than he's got months in NXT when it comes to things that are true. Numbers don't lie, and Mellow don't miss because he is the walking cheat code, a history maker, the most scintillating champ in NXT ever. You can call it the NXT Unified North American. Can we talk for a minute so I can know your name championship if you want? But because it's around his waist, this is the A championship. So you can step up and get stepped on, and that's all it is, and that's all it's ever going to be. He said it a lot better than I could
1: have. Yeah, it was good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Then we get Mello and Trick back in the parking lot. Grimes is there waiting for him, leaning against uh, uh, Mello's Bentley. He's got the keys, too. Uh, Grimes says, in 2021, I've been doing donuts in this Bentley, but in 2022 – I'm coming for that North American title. And in 2022, I'm going to the moon. And so he tosses Mello his keys and says, don't miss. Mm -hmm, And Mello can't
2: catch the keys. He doesn't catch the keys. Yeah, he gets mad about that. He's going to try to go after him, but Trick holds him back. Uh, And then we had our main event, AJ Styles versus Grayson Waller. Again, dude, Grayson was keeping up with AJ. Again, you're in there with AJ Styles. He's one of the best. But in terms of seeing how this guy can keep up, he did a damn, a damn good job.
1: Yeah, a he damn did. Good job. He really did. He really did. That that rollings I know it's, it, it in no way practical if you even think about it. But that rolling stunner into the ring that that Waller does. Great. Smooth. You know, dude, that sliding clothesline he did out the floor. Great. Yeah.
2: Half of wrestling moves don't make
1: any oh, sense. I know.
2: I know. But if you can execute them really smoothly, who gives a shit, you know, and I know. he does this. Like, if you think about the kind of strength it takes and quickness and agility it takes to to shoot yourself into the ring, do the roll, and then hit the stunner, man, that doesn't look easy, and he does it so smoothly. It's it's very impressive. Yeah,
1: it is. It is. Uh, in the end, though, AJ gets the win, uh, hits a phenomenal form. Uh, he grabs the mic, tells Waller, you're good, but you're not phenomenal. It's not over for you yet. I want to introduce you to one of my friends, and it's L.A. L.A. night. Um, he comes down to the ring. He chases Waller around. Beats the heck out of him. Uh, afterwards, he's celebrating. AJ kind of grabs him by the shoulder. It seems like, hey, are they going to throw down?
2: No, they're buddies. They shake hands. Um, were you curious about uh, like how are these guys friends? They were not in Impact at the same time. Um, I was just sort mm-hmm. really of curious about that because like when he says one of my friends, I was like racking my brain. I'm like, Finn. Well, I mean they Who's could this gonna be
1: you know, WB Writing uses the, 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 the idea of friends pretty pretty liberally when it comes to advancing storylines, you know? Yeah. They could have yeah. met backstage for the first time last night, you know? Yeah, right, yeah. I don't know.
2: Hey AJ, yeah. My name is LA Knight. I've got two letters for my first name too. LA, you're AJ. Let's be friends. There you go. It could just be that. I want to get that Waller guy. Oh, oh, great news. Great news. I got a match against him. How about this? After I win, Honest introduce is my come, friend. You can come yeah, come up. we're friends. Yeah, and then we'll hug. Anyways, that's gonna do it for the show. Let's answer some questions.
1: Yeah, Oh Enforcer, we didn't mention this. The Unified Mellow Beanie was great. That Mellow that had awesome. on that was that great. was great. I, I feel bad because I left what he said. Uh, I'm not very good at the note taking because here when he says I when I get the ball I get first downs touchdowns. I forgot to write soon in there. He says I'm not passing. Soon, I didn't put the soon in there, so it didn't make sense. So my uh, yeah,
2: that honestly, like he had such a rhythm going, and I never would have been able to capture that that I just ran through those words. So I'm, he uh, says, i said I'm, I'm
1: not passing anytime soon. I didn't put the soon in there.
2: Yeah, I, I appreciated this, though. He says, you can call it, like, he named the uh, championship the NXT Unified North American. We can talk for a minute so I can know your name championship if you want. I love that. That's great. It is. It is. Can we talk for so a minute good. so I can know your name? It was so good that I was
1: like, okay, I'm going to get this word for word. Mm-hmm, yeah. Rewind a little bit to make sure I get it perfectly.
2: The Unified North American. Can we talk for a minute so I can know your name championship? Yeah, it was really good. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here on the Patreon. Gregory Faella, Faella says, uh, Will Braun break her main event at WrestleMania in the next three years or less? It's. I mean, the odds are no, but it, anything's possible in WWE. People can ascend really yeah. fast or not.
1: I don't know about less than three years. Three years seems like the the shortest amount of time for him to make an event. But based on – I know it's a small sample size, but based on the trajectory he's on, oh. I would not be surprised if he made events at WrestleMania in three years.
2: Sometimes, like with, with certain people, lightning just strikes. You know, I mean, I know – Cena, well, Cena. I don't know when Cena first main evented wrestling. It no, was 2006, 2000- probably 2006. Because when he won the belt in 2005, he didn't main event. He was not the main. It was Triple H, Batista. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul Linkick says at the moment the only thing keeping me interested in NXT 2.0 are the Australians. What is keeping your interest alive, or is it died? No, we've talked about what we yeah. talk about what keeps us into it every single week. You know. Um. So, yeah, I mean, we sort of mentioned that throughout the show. Yeah,
1: yes, this, the growth of the of the wrestlers is what keeps me invested. Mm-hmm. White Brownie with Pete Dunn putting over Tony D'Angelo and O'Chiampa, EO or Raquel. Could we see them getting the call up? Dunn and Ciampa, yeah, 1,000%. They're getting yeah, that, up. Yeah, that's happening. That's happening. Uh, potentially EO and Raquel, yeah. We could maybe see I them hope in the, so. in the I, women's rumble.
2: I definitely hope so. Uh let's see here. Xavier Gray, are AJ Styles and Grayson Waller going to continue their feud until WrestleMania or not? I would say no. I think No, that, I
1: think it's over now. I think they're going to yeah. do Knight Waller now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: Alex Foster, what's going on with Dexter Loomis? His pushes seem way too on and off. He, that's a hard character to get on a consistent basis. And
1: I think that's just kind of his his role right now
2: in NXT. Yeah, yeah. Uh David Matushek. With LA Knight turning face, will he still keep his yeah? And oh, yeah. Ma- oh yeah. 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 He's probably gonna he's probably gonna double down on him. Yeah, he still do the yeahs and dummies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh let's see here. All right. I think that's gonna do it for us. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh and then tonight we've got our AEW review. We do so we do, we, we join do join us for that. Yes, please. So, hey
1: Steve. Yeah and, and Alex, yes. if if she's still here in chat. You got, got this. It. Yeah. Got what? Quizzlemania. 40. You got this.
2: Oh, shit. Mania. Yeah, you got,
1: you got about 48 on. minutes to prep. I'm going to so get going. I got to go figure, figure that one You got this. All right. Before I anyway, do that, you're to know,
2: send me a, a thumbnail. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll send you a thumbnail. <laughs> Thanks for watching, everybody. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.